What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View podcast. This is Sopranos Talk. We're talking season three of The Sopranos, episodes 12 and 13. I'm Trey Mitchell. This is Travis Mejia. How are you doing, Travis? I'm doing awesome, Trey. It's a uh, early morning podcast for us. Very early morning. So if you're noticing a a sexy raspiness in Trey's voice over there, Mm -hmm. it's because he's still got the sleepies in his eyes. I was. I went to bed late. Woke up early. Very sweepy. Uh, <laughs> I still have to do the bad radio open. It's a lot of lot of lot of responsibilities. Working uh, noon until uh, seven. You know, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Trying to figure out. What... Yeah, no, you and you've been doing a bang up job. I must oh, say. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Travis. It's funny because like when you fill in during the weeks, mm-hmm. I can see like you're not used to like drops on monday yeah because your timing's a little bit off and then by wednesday you're just with wednesday i'm firing and maybe i uh flew a little bit too close to the sun on uh, (laughs) you had to dump yourself yesterday i did have to dump myself it's very (laughs) look i could say it because grandpa was you know almost got killed by the nazis but i guess no one else knows that so i guess it's offensive (laughs) when i make jokes so let's just just not uh, even talk about that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm enjoying your work noon to seven. <laughs> I'm a, I got very gun shy after that. Yeah, I did make no, a good blue would. balls joke that made Corby and, and Soroy laugh out loud. So I was happy about that. <laughs> you kind of count when you work up there, you count the times that you get the hosts to laugh yeah. as just total wins for the day. doesn't yes. matter what else happened. I caused a laugh from mm-hmm. one of my heroes. So yeah. we're good today. And I did get a tray from Bob, but I, I think it was okay though. You know, they vouched <laughs> for me. Yeah. They, they liked it. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. You're doing great, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you. I hope that doesn't change today. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's always subject to change, isn't it? Exactly, it is. It, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's. I think it's a lot... E- a bad radio just has a lot of moving parts, but for the most part, it's a pretty easy shift, you know? I think if you don't... Like, the only times I've ever done it is, like, one day. So mm. you don't have time to get used to any right. of it. I think by the second and third day, you're kind of... You're used to where everything yeah, fires. Which, yeah. The timing is better. You should. I wish I could tell. I wish I remembered the first time I worked a hardline shift, because that open was atrocious. Like mm. everything was off. They've Why changed today? it up too. Like it's it's all different now. It's a oh, lot yeah. more condensed. Everything is. Yeah, because I did horrible with all of that. Just not very good at all. The first time I did anything for any show was a disaster. Just mm-hmm. an unmitigated disaster. Which is why I don't run the board anymore. Oh. Well, you do watch The Sopranos, right? I do. You do. And that's, Every week. that's what, what we're talking about this week. Talking about episodes 12 and 13. Episode 12 kind of ended where episode 11 uh, kind of... Would you... Say- I'm sorry. Episode 12 began where episode 11 ended. Would you say this season is way more connective episode to episode than the previous two seasons? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think because I feel could... like it's kind of connected more. It's yeah. been more flowy. Like you, There's you a almost lot less... can't you can't view every one of the episodes this season in a can and it be mm-hmm. like you know what everything mm-hmm. is happening. Right. 
uh, except for maybe the Pine Barrens, but the, even then, the whole yeah. Gloria through line. Right. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's a lot more serialized, like how we maybe imagine the Sopranos to be. The first, I mean, I mean not to always bring up Lost, but Lost was similar to that, where the first season was a bit more... You know, there was a definite through line, but you could kind of maybe pick and pick out episodes. and Right. You can watch story. the... Yeah, you can watch the two or three Locke episodes. You can, you can watch, watch two the, or three Jack episodes. Yeah. You know, that's a good standalone. You know, the Kate one's a good standalone. You know, uh, uh, Outlaws with Sawyer's a good standalone. So there's good standalones. Yeah. But then as the series goes on, it becomes more serialized. And I bet you mm-hmm. it's the same with this, where the first two seasons have a lot of episodes focusing on characters or focusing on themes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they go to Italy for an episode. And then this season's a bit more, okay, we kind of know. Now we're going to just tell the story. And it's a little bit more of a, you know, bit more serialized. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm really enjoying it because it it's, you know, it's, you can see the progression all season long of, uh, you know, we get, we get to the beginning of the season and Tony's, you know, doing pretty well. He's feeling really good. And then by the end of the season, he's maybe at his lowest point. You know, it's kind of cool being able to see, whereas, you know, in the past it's been more up and down and more mm-hmm. based on what's happening in that episode. Whereas this season, mm-hmm. it's been a very clear decline all season long. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that goes for a lot of people. Carm the same way. AJ, uh, AJ, AJ, that's been a meadow, all yeah. of them. Like it, it's been a, it's been a progressively bad year for I mean, the Soprano clan. Jackie, <laughs> even Jackie. Yeah. That's the, and I, I like how it it didn't necessarily go in the way the last two seasons went, where there was the villain. And I guess Jackie mm-hmm. is kind of the villain, but I wouldn't call I him the villain. He's more the foil than the villain. The like, foil, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I thought that foil. was very unique about this season. Is typically so he's definitely the villain. Yeah, in a way. In a way, for a he's while, the, he's the character you don't like that much I, th- I found that real interesting that most of these shows typically do set their seasons up with this you know we're dealing with this villain or this group mm-hmm. this season this villain this group this season the walking dead is notorious for doing this uh sure. <clears throat> breaking bad did it you know you had yeah. your big bad every season they didn't really have a big bad this season it's almost like the big bad was the mental instability declining throughout the year Gloria, you got sort Ralphie, of. you got yeah, you got kind Jackie. of, and, and that's but that's all what you said—the declining instability, you know, right? Because I mean, Ralphie's uh, feels like he's been left out. We kind of get a, a look into his life uh, or mm-hmm. his life uh, before you know he was a part of the crew with um, Jackie uh, and, and Tony, and then he just decided one day he's not gonna go, and he was sick, he and out. he got. <laughs> He got Wally pipped. Yeah, he get the sports joke for you. <laughs> and and then it was very similar to those two goons that uh, the you know uh, Chris's friends who shot him mm-hmm. up. Like yep. it's just these two kids who are entitled and feel like they deserve this and want to make a statement and just. And I'm pretty certain it happened kind of the same way. Like, did, weren't they told some story by Ralph of... R- Richie? told them like he pretty much said that he didn't like christopher yeah you know? and he yeah. like told a story of how he made his name initially and they were like yeah. we got to do we got to make our name and that's almost yeah. exactly what happened mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Whoa. Maybe they are Symmetry. recycling storylines a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But I think it's maybe, you know. It works. Was, it, yeah, works. It, it, it works. It's maybe a statement on maybe the youth of the day. This is definitely a a youth of the day kind of show. You know? Yeah. It also Plus. lends to the like history repeating itself type of thing. Oh, where sure. The, yeah. You know. Um, sure. Really good season. Different. Like I said, I I, yeah. I I don't know that I can compare this season as a whole to many other shows. Um, I think I liked last season slightly better. Maybe first season slightly better. But there's some really, really good stuff in this season. Pine Barrens is still one of my favorite episodes. Um, but we're, you know. We're almost halfway done with the, the Sopranos tray. We are. And we got season four coming up, and that's going to be interesting. I kind of cheated, and I kind of like was like clicking through the first episodes of season four. I, I, I kind of came I to too. a very – I came to an, uh, a scene I totally forgot about, but I think it's hilarious. And I don't know if it worked for a bad open. The Quasimodo predicted all this. <laughs> with, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Okay. You get a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. I'm, a lot of good, I'm lot excited. Of good writing. Yeah. I'm trying to look through my notes here. Um, I know I highlighted some stuff in the book. Um, there was kind of three storylines in this, though. You had the Gloria thing, which was a, probably the biggest through line. Yeah. Tony kind of realizing that he's just dating his mom <laughs> again. Yeah, like and, really and, and, dating and his mom. I did like Melfi saying, because... Again, I'll look to uh, the show that I really love and then grew to loathe Dexter doing mm-hmm. the whole therapist saying that you're in love with your brother. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty bad. And I, I like Melfi saying that, no, you don't want to have sex. It says you just need that kind of, that's how you, yes. And I like that because I think that's really stupid. The, uh, what? <laughs> that you right, want to fuck your stupid, brother. But. Yeah, like I just—it's a little really too on the nose. Like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's just kind so of on the nose. That's a lazy psychiatry. Yes, lazy psychiatry, <laughs> and I like that they don't do lazy psychiatry here. It's a little—it's more complicated than I want to fuck my mom. Right, know? right. Yeah. Any any goon can make that connection, but like, right. let's get a little deeper here and figure it out. Uh, yeah. So Gloria thing is probably the biggest. It's also the reference, and you mentioned Melfi and him talking. That's the reference to the uh, title of the of the episode, "A More mm-hmm. Foul Crazy Love," um, which she she personifies crazy love in this episode. Yeah, with her meeting with Carm and oh yeah, because I didn't know. Like I, at first, I'm like, oh wait, this is a coincidence. I'm like, no, this is planned. She planned this. Well, you think so? Because well, like she came uh... in. She came into the dealership to like get something done on the vehicle, which that seems like bad planning on Tony's part to date a girl from the dealership that you, you bought your wife's car or she might take to the shop. Uh, seems like bad planning on his part, but we'll just skip over that. So well, I thought that she she's just gonna, was there. She's going to, you know, go drive her home. Plus, I don't think that at this point, she, he doesn't think that she knows what Carm looks like and she wouldn't unless she heard Soprano in the right. shop. Yeah. That's a so very... that's where it all sure fortuitous. Right. And then I, I thought she was going to spring it on her. I, I, Cause I kind of forgot about how this all ended. And I thought mm-hmm. she was maybe going to spring it on her or she was going to do something. She was driving really fast. I was getting a little, she pissed. was at the time. I think Gloria, 
I don't think Glory had any. Uh, clearly, she had no idea that it was going to cause Tony to uh, break up no. with her because right now her like her whole deal is keeping Tony. So I don't. Mm-hmm. But the jealous side and the crazy side always comes out. She's uh she is. I mean, I think she does a she plays that character very well, and you know people Wonderful. know that character that, that oh, yeah. girlfriend who you're worried or even a friend you know like they're people they're friends like that you're worried that if you don't talk to that person they're going to do something Mm -hmm. um you know if you're you're not in constant yeah it's and tony probably doesn't care about that no so does did tony did tony find out that she had given karma ride home at the same time that she had called or did that happen separately i just can't remember that doesn't really matter Oh no, it was because she called and she's like, "Oh, it's the dealer. Oh, it's the lady from the dealership. She was really nice. She took gave me a ride in the car." That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then together. he, so he heads out to the dealership, and uh, okay, so no one reacted to that at all about like he. Yeah, they're doing in there. shots where it looked like people were just kind of like not seeing it. But yeah, it's he does uh, walk by Steve Buscemi in that scene though. He does. I did not notice yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice it, but I read it earlier and then watched okay. the video. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he like shoves her up like in the middle of it, well, like a date, just like the... hanging out on set. I think like, so. He's season. just chilling. I guess he, yeah. had, you know, he helped direct Pine Barrens, and then he sure. just kind of hung out, hung around for another week or just so. Eating, uh, you can get the craft service table, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, just in case they here, need. Might uh, as well get you on the show. Yeah, as long as Gloria's in the show, she's prone to throw meat. So you got to have Steve Jasimi right. around right. just in case. Just yeah. in case a, a rump roast needs to be chucked roast. at someone. Right. <laughs> um, so he goes to the dealership, breaks up with her, and she then calls him and is like – this is this is kind of hard to watch, honestly, like when she's blubbering yeah. on the phone. yeah. Because I, I, I was thinking she just maybe took some pills or something. Right. Know. But it certainly seems that she just was real sad. Real sad yeah. inside. Yeah. So he goes over to her house to, like, I guess, let her down easy. I don't I don't know what the... Is it... Did she... No, she, she threatened to tell Carm at the house. She did, yeah. When he was like, uh, I'm not going to see you. I'm leaving. This is over. She, I think uh, Melfi... Melfi giving him some information about her and his like need to protect weak and uh uh broken things and to help weak and broken things like the ducks like gloria like the svetlana or whatever her name is um like he still wants to soothe and help so that's why he goes over there because in your right mind why the fuck would you go over there? You already broke up with her. She's yeah. clearly not in her right mind. She's insane. Going over there is not going to turn out good. Of mm-hmm. course it didn't. <laughs> no. He almost kills her, and then she was begging. Well, all, she does a few things here that kind of triggers Tony to being like, wait a minute, I kind of get what Melfi was saying when mm-hmm. she says, uh, oh, poor you. That's like exactly what his mom would say. Oh, then, she has like three back-to-back-to-back yeah. back to back lines there that are yeah. straight out of Tony's mom's mouth. Yeah. And then the kill me, kill me, kill me when he's strangling her. I mean, that was always Tony's mom's thing of, oh, just why don't you just kill me or just I just want to die, you know, just stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It finally fully clicked in. Um, that was that was That was a really intense scene. 
yeah really it's like we, we mentioned before that tony doesn't really do yep domestic abuse but oh here he is just <laughs> and he's and I mean, he's really domestically abusing yeah yeah because he he slaps her in the face real hard and yeah yeah it's a, that, that that was an intense scene and you're right like we have we have mentioned that and this is i'm trying to think he i don't think he's hit another woman i think he pushed the russian girlfriend svetlana maybe i think he's yeah. pushed her but never like slap and maybe he's yeah. done it i don't know like it just I can't doesn't think of not as lot like this though no 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 no, no. Yeah, because this is this was something else. This was you know holiday deal. To, but he does. I'm not trying to justify it at all. No, no, no. But no, she, no. she was a bit insane, and she like, was. It's almost like not understandable. But you, how am I going to say this? Okay, you, here, let me help. Yeah, okay. she wants him to kill her, right? Right. So she's doing everything she can, pushing all the buttons she can. Right. To get that to happen now like we said tony is not prone to domestic violence or violence against women all that much mm. but that type of person tony soprano type of person is prone to violence so if you push the buttons yes. enough eventually it's going to happen okay that yeah because like ralphie you know just she's an innocent young girl and he just mm. beats her kills her whereas right. this she's prodding and prodding and prodding and you're taking the violent side out. Okay, there, right. there you go. That makes there it we go. a little better than me we trying to justify. It. Yeah, <laughs> we worked through it. <laughs> right. Yeah, look at it from, dude, this is all about psychology. Man. Think of it from the psychological yeah. side. <laughs> psychological, yes. Um, so, okay, uh, then we got the Carmela stuff. Okay. And uh, I found some of the, the conversations interesting here. She's uh, thinking that she might have ovarian cancer or might be pregnant both seem pretty bad for her right now and yeah since they came up with the uh i guess the she never went on her vacation but i'm assuming that was sure. during the off season uh yeah. but that was sort of the payment for not having a baby correct because didn't she dabble in wanting a baby last season she did say that yes yeah, but that was like make, the yeah yeah that was before like the you know you're gonna have to those do... circumcision no 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 circumcision she wanted him to have a circumcision remember a circumcision you mean a no you oh, mean not I'm a sorry. circumcision <laughs> not a circumcision tray uh, not um, a circumcision no now I, I can't uh, think of what it is uh the one they clip bisectomy. Yeah, vice very different. Well, they're yeah, not very not, different, but you're they're, stepping they're something down there. Same category, <laughs> but like that's different outcomes. Yeah, okay, vasectomy. <laughs> the Catholic Church is just—I don't know how they keep going, man. They've been giving out these uh, vasectomies all these years. I don't get it. I don't know how yeah. they keep it going. That yeah, was awesome. I think she wanted the vasectomy. Yes, that's what she but wanted, it was like she was like. I want a baby and then I want you to get a vasectomy and then I she's want you, a baby, place. but then I want she, you to get a vasectomy. She's crying at dog commercials. So she's, I thought she was going through the change, man. I, yeah, I didn't know what she was doing. And I, I, I at first was a little annoyed. I'm just like, okay. But then I'm I like, like, okay, it's cancer. I'm glad it's cancer. Carmella, or I would have been really annoyed. You know, with um, you right I here. like attitudinal and mad calm a lot more than i like emotional calm yeah i do too i like her a bit attitudinal uh mm -hmm. i do like she went to go see uh mr echo her uh 
her uh, <laughs> priest. <laughs> That's uh, my exact joke, Katie. Well, I was sitting next to my wife watching the show, and I was like, "Why is Mr. Echo there?" <laughs> Not the actor, but yeah, no, it sounds exactly uh, like it. yes, yeah. with an African accent and you know all that. So, but he kind of tells her, and I wrote, I found something um, in the Seppenwall book about this. Okay, I can find it again. But she talks to him, and he kind of tells her what she wants to hear. And the uh, the psychiatrist tells her the truth. Mm-hmm. And this guy pretty much tells her what she wants to hear. Yeah, and, this is the um, bookend from from uh, yeah. that episode. Uh, Carmela's meeting with Abosi, uh, moving from the confession booth to his office, continues a rich Sopranos tradition of characters taking a meeting that they expect and maybe hope will push them to a tough choice and set hard limits, only to realize that the authority figure is mainly there to help them take the easy way out and preserve the status quo. Very mm-hmm. similar to the meeting with the, the principal, you know, saying yep. that, yeah, you can just stay and it's all good. You guys punish him. Yep. And it's uh, it's also, I don't know, the, the, the church stuff in this show, like you can see it's, it's so, it's so hypocritical. These folks, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're huge into the church and like, we have to follow these rules. Yeah. Like we can't get divorced. That's out of the question, but we can murder folks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, well, it's, you know, it, and Tony is like, I'm a soldier. With... It's, it's war. It's, yeah. uh, but you know, it's all it's... justifications and yeah, yeah it's, yeah, the it's Catholic a, Church thing—that that's not even a thing anymore. I don't think with the divorce, or at least they're very lenient on that now. I think the new Pope is new Pope. a little bit better about it. Yeah, Jude Law, the fresh Pope. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Jonathan Price actually, oh, okay. the new Pope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jude Law—he was very short-lived. Young Pope. Young, Pope. young. He was the young Pope. I'm talking about right. the new Pope. Okay. And then there's Sorry. the two Popes too. Got the two Popes. Wait, is the two, two popes, popes is Jonathan Price? Yeah, two popes Jonathan is Anthony Price, Hopkins okay. and okay, okay, okay. There's too many fucking popes, man. There's a lot of popes, man. I'm too talking about popes. the real popes. Too many Some popes. popes. <laughs> That's a classic Cirque moment, though. Yeah, uh, the uh, the <laughs> fucking pope mobile. <laughs> I want a fucking pope mobile. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, all right, let's do the the Jesse or Jackie Jesse. stuff. Jesse, we kind of talked about it uh, already, but little bit yeah jackie and man he's just a fuck up dude he uh yeah it's part of the progression that we've been seeing all season with all these characters is he's he's slowly gone from college dropout to like wannabe gangster to taking a leap that i i don't i i mean that was a really a really bad decision yeah i can't imagine a dumber thing to do like he's in hot water he knows he's in hot water so what makes him think that they're all after he robs them gonna be like ah good job kid got me because it's like oh well it happened back then but you know same i don't know like he gets the idea in his head that and i guess it's it, it's kind of like when people in an industry say, hey, I used to intern and work for free and do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. But maybe that worked for that person with certain people in certain settings well, and, and scenario. And... The story they got was from Ralphie, the guy yes. they got left out. So, like, he may not know all the details right? of, like, yeah. who set up 
uh, Tony and Jackie to go make that move all those right. years ago. Yeah. Like it could have been passed down from Junior. It could have been yeah. passed down from yeah. his dad, whoever it could have been. Um, and like, yeah, Ralphie wouldn't know that. Wouldn't know mm-hmm. that vital piece of information that gave them the pass. Right. Exactly. And he wasn't there and he was, I don't think he was like, you know, encouraging Jackie to go do anything oh, like that, don't. but he was, I think he was, you I think, think he was egging been, him on. I think I kind of do, man. I think he's been doing that the whole season. egging him on. I think he has, but I think he's been more of like an under your wing type thing, not mm. a trying to get him to do something stupid. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, I think that's one of the few. I think he so Ralphie is a very interesting character because I think he genuinely cares about Rosalie and mm. genuinely wants to care about Jackie, and that was his way of like connecting with Jackie, was sure. talking about those things and like, uh, okay. you know, encouraging him to f- fall into the family business or whatever, mm. d- despite what Tony and, uh, you know, uh. Rosalie say it was his way to connect with the kid that he's been trying to connect with because he loves his mom. Yeah. He's also a terrible person too. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I think he's pretty genuine when it came to Rosalie, you know? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, but yeah, uh, Jackie is not very smart and doesn't take his advice as a metaphor or a, an idea and, and says that takes this gospel and does the exact same thing or tries to, yeah. And he does the Chris. And Chris is no bullshit this season. No, I'm wondering he's when the not. drugs start because he's really no bullshit this whole season, you know? Yeah, I think they're like, I, I next season, I want to say. I think it's next season, yeah. So, like, he has his first two seasons where he's kind of in and out of doing things that mm-hmm. sort of some things that Jackie are doing right now. Yeah. Uh, but he's not, you know, in the thing. Right. Uh, but um, this season. He's too busy to do drugs, man. Yeah. Busy. He's got a new job. <laughs> yeah. And he's busy getting lost in the woods with with Polly. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. Not enough time for heroin. I think next season's maybe where it starts. Um, yeah. I guess the episode next episode. Are we done with this one, you think? or? Uh, I think so. Uh, Furio gets shot. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay. So uh, that one guy gets killed. Forgot what his name was. I don't know if that's I didn't write it down and I, I have it here. I know who you're talking about, but I didn't write it down. Um, okay, so David Chase, that was the biggest gunfight of the series mm-hmm. so far. He uh, was really impressed with that. We had a basic instinct viewing, so we got we to did? see a, yeah, a vagina. Like to I've see never vaginas. seen that movie. I think, uh, I. I think with pulp culture and watching Don't F with Cats and... The, and I think I know the whole plot of the movie already, but I've not seen all, it. Actually. It's Sharon Stone, right? Yes. That's all I know. Yeah. That's. Li- I don't know um, who else is in the Michael, movie. Michael Douglas is in it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Oh, last note for this episode. This is Gandolfini's second Emmy win for Best Actor. Oh, so. Okay. Beat it, rough up a woman, and you get a best acting. Great. Okay. Works out pretty good, right? Works out. Well, I mean, well. it's not to besmirch uh, Gandolfini's acting. No, Gandolfini's awesome. He's dude. He's period. so so good. Yeah, and I mean, I think it, it, you could have taken three or four episodes from this season and mm-hmm. given it to him on it. Like, there's this is a 
like I said, I don't know that I like this season better than the other two seasons, but the quality is mm-hmm. really, really. You can see that they're hitting their stride as far as the show goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I almost yeah. wonder if they viewed this as like, like we did season two, but I think we can do season two a little better. Yeah. In their minds. You know what I mean? And I think like if you were to put Ralphie before Richie, do you think you could bring Richie in and use Richie effectively? Richie, no, Richie's a lot less of a character than Ralphie. Yeah. So like you can bring Richie in and then build off of that that character yeah. type with Ralphie. Yeah. And be like, okay, so so like I can there are pieces of this season that are way better than last season, but as a whole, mm-hmm. I think I like last season a little better. But okay. let's let's wrap up the I don't, season. I don't even know if I have an opinion on that, honestly. It, it's I, I, it's sort of the same way I felt about it the first time watching where I just I can't really tell you which one I like better it's weird you can tell that I'm sort of struggling with that as well (laughs) as I'm like double talking like this is way better in this season Uh but I think I like last season better not Mm. sure in fact if I were to really look at it I don't know why I wouldn't like this season better there's less Janice there's no (laughs) mom Uh, Janice does make a nice appearance here in this last episode though I, I, I think maybe Maybe last season kind of had more of a, a villain and sort yeah. of an, an end, you know, where sure. this is a little more... This is a lot of this episode, too, is setting up next season as well. With, yeah. um, you know, kind of a little bit of uh, people not too happy with Tony right now, you know? Yeah. Happy-go-lucky Polly is a little miffed at yep. Tony. And, and you've got Johnny Sachs yeah. seemingly recruiting from Tony's crew. Yeah, a little bit. Because he's yeah. already been chatting with Ralphie. He's yeah. now chatting with uh, Pauly. Yeah. What's he going to do next? Go talk to Chris and Syl? Well, maybe. And they, they just got they arrested. Got, that was weird where they get popped at the funeral. I didn't really know it was going It didn't seem like they there. just added that in, especially if they were going to bring him back at the end to yeah. like, be out of jail already. Yeah. Because we've already weird. established that they're really, really good at making bail. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird. It doesn't matter, yeah. but like kind of out of out of the blue um i guess the big non well not outside of jackie's murder probably the big non non tony centered story is aj getting expelled which tony's in it but like uh aj getting expelled from school from first cheating on a test these kids break into that school too often they they need better locks yes i don't i don't buy any of the AJ stuff. Kid's not an athlete. Kid doesn't have that many friends. And kids don't continually break into schools. It just doesn't mm. happen. It's just really weird. Um, mm. But he gets kicked out. He fell for the old DNA test. Yeah, the old that's, DNA always, trick. that's always the one. You just got to deny, man. Yeah. Like, prove it. <laughs> Show me. Yeah. Show me Show my DNA. DNA. Yeah, you just you can't, you can't fall for that one. No, that's the oldest that's trick. Oldest in the book, trick in the right? book. Oh, we, you know, we got your Man, pee. we're killing it. We have your pee. We, your we know pee. the gym. The kid starts balling. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. So now uh, Tony. Yeah, the military school stuff is, is interesting. And I, I liked how they. It's weird. I And I guess, I guess you as a parent would maybe have better uh, outlook on this. Because, like, you know, I, I think Carmela is acting a little too crazy here. Or a little too. Maybe she's. I don't agree with maybe Carmela's outlook on some things. Like when they Tony seem to hits be... AJ, I think he might have deserved that. Now I'm not 
a corporal punishment. I don't know. Like, that's parent-to-parent decision. I think mm. that kid maybe needed to be hit <laughs> once. I think overall face should be off limits. Really? You sh- okay. You don't hit people. You don't hit. You shouldn't hit anybody in the face. Okay. It's it's disrespectful. You know. Mm-hmm. It's just disrespect. I, I I I mean I I I'll never hit my kid. We're not a spanking family. We right. never will be. But like it's diff. It's a different time. Um. Different like time. I I couldn't tell you if I would be or not. You know yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. To me, like, I'm not going to besmirch people that are spanking families, but I think hitting a kid in the face is maybe a step too far. Okay. Although, he really fucked up. So, like, I could... He's fucked up a lot. And he's cursing at his mom, and, like, if there was a time to slap a kid in the face, that might have been it. Yeah, I... I, Yes, I think whether you believe it, believe in it or not, I I don't think Tony was 100% out of line. No. I think he Uh, was pushed to a limit with him. it does seem a little, uh, a little extreme to send him to Jigsaw Military yeah. School, though. <laughs> <That> <laughs> like, I don't know about awesome. that. Like his, he's just got <laughs> he's, like this intimidation to him, which yeah, right? He's he, great. He, if he hadn't been Jigsaw, he probably could have been like a massive, massive. I mean, he was older when he got it, but like if he had just like found his niche earlier, yeah, he could have done something a little bit more. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with his career. And I, I enjoyed the military school part because I thought it would be your generic drill sergeant, but it seemed actually like a good deal with their. And I guess again, philosophy, philosophically, like what do you want from your, what do you want out of your children? I think some people do need structure. Some people do need that. But you know, and then they, but Kamel's talking about creativity. Have you seen anything creative come out of, come out of uh, AJ at all? No, not at all. He's <laughs> like a fucking. Yeah. he's a cracker, dude. He's just a saltine cracker. He's the now, most I bland. Think he becomes more creative as the show goes on because I think yeah. he does try to get into like the film he's industry. But the teeny, the kids in this show are just <clears throat> incredibly typical. A lot of times, like they just do, like they're TV trope children. A lot of times, they are. They are. I think the. I mean, probably the best one is Meadow. I mean, she's the smartest one of of any of the kids in the show. But I think they range from Meadow to like, you know, I guess Meadow to Jackie is probably where where you go, or Meadow to those two guys who shot at Chris. Kind of, they're okay kids to terrible kids. You never, uh, yeah. you know what? I guess Pussy's son, you don't really know much about him, but you assume that he's like a, a good A play, A plus student. Yeah, he's going else. to what is he? Yeah, like going Cornell to or something like that. Yeah, and he's always seen pretty, but you've only seen Normal. him like two or three times. Yeah, yeah. Um, AJ that just seems, seems to be lost. A, that seems to be a pretty regular thing with that generation, though. Is bringing their kids up outside of the business or at least mm-hmm. an attempt to yes i think that's that generation in general the whole uh, boomer generation being we want something better for our kids we don't want them to be to do what we're doing well we want them to be better mm-hmm. i think that's a generational thing in general you know i wonder what our generation is going to be with our kids Hey, maybe you can go outside for a little bit and not have to be in the quarantine and don't drink the Lysol. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been sunning my butthole and <laughs> sipping on bleach for a week now. Nice. I won't get corona because of the sun and bleach. Do, do you think military school is is a is a Sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a shitty idea. It sounds shitty, it's like, but 
you're going to send your upset 14-year-old son to military mm. school. That I've, I've had friends that have gone. Really? I don't I mean, I don't know anybody that's been to military school. You know TC. Well, I guess that wasn't military school. That was prison when he was pretty much sent to, yeah. but yeah. That was like jail. Similar uh, though. I the, would you know what? I I'm going to give military school a little he- Well, no, there's a difference I think with with TC's thing where military school you at least have people who are trained in the military i don't even know about that yeah i don't know about that either like it was people that were not even trained to deal with children at all and wasn't it church-based too Mm, like wasn't it weren't there nuns or something don't think it was religious based maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. i I, it was it was an equivalent to um one of those conversion therapy places i think from from things i've heard it it was equivalent to that but not just for that um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know about sending your kids like away. You know what yeah. I mean? I just oh, in I, general, like away. Yeah, away, like, even boarding. I don't school. know about that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. And and it could be like, I wouldn't say that's a very typical existence of where we live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think that a lot that happens a lot, but I don't know. Also, um, but yeah, yeah I, I guess I, it's, that, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about sending your kids away. I feel like that's going to be more damaging than anything. Mm-hmm. Especially if they don't like AJ does not belong in the fucking military, um, but that's not yeah. he wouldn't cope there at all. Well, I mean, even Tony says to Melfi like because he talks about his kids and he says, which is maybe the most revealing thing or the most like the most maybe Tony is changing thing Tony has ever said, where he says that he wants Meadow to be far far away from him. Uh, yeah. As far as like, um, <clears throat> as far as like his business, like he does not yep. want her anywhere near what he's doing, and that might be the most self-aware thing Tony has ever said. You know. Well, and I think that <clears throat> sort of calls back to what I was saying earlier about the progression of like their mental states. Like mm-hmm. he is that's that's Tony Soprano's lowest point right there, crying mm-hmm. about not being able to help his children. Yeah. You know, he he asks Melfi, "What are we gonna do with?" this with this kid and it's he's he at his her, wits in yeah he tells her that like no he would not make it in the business he would not do good in yeah. business at all yeah yeah and uh, you know <clears throat> and then he you know as what happens with jackie is clearly influencing what's going on with his punishment state jay mm-hmm. he just he wants to keep him out of it and he's watching what happens when they don't get out of it i think aj maybe is taking <clears throat> this to heart too, just seeing what happened to to Jackie, because mm-hmm. he kind of seems weird about the whole situation, you know, um, or distraught. Maybe, maybe I'm looking into that. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's really affecting him or not, but it it seems like it might. Be I affecting. don't. I haven't seen a whole range of emotions from AJ. Yeah, to be perfectly. Is he crying? I've seen him cry because he's because yeah. he's sad, and I've seen him. I've seen him like be nothing most of the time, with no emotion at all. Maybe happy he time or two. See a psychiatrist. He That's seems it. like a very unhappy child. Yeah, he does. Hmm. Uh, then he has a panic attack, and I guess you know because yeah. he had a panic attack last season. We didn't. They didn't even know about it. Like Tony had no clue. The school didn't tell him until like I know, and I kind of forgot that it yeah. hadn't been addressed with Tony yet. Yeah, that he they they had, and they just kind of left that out there, and yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, didn't say anything. That's pretty crazy. Pretty man. Up, uh, from the school, 
Yeah, not great. No. Tony might be able to sue on that, actually. That's a, that's a medical deal, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, he might be able to get out of the he gang might... business. Yeah, that's a big one, man. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. A... Yeah. yeah I liked one. his story that he told. Uh, it was a quick story, but it was like a, more of an antidote than anything. When he told Melfi he had an ancestor in Italy that drove a cart off of a cliff. He's like, yeah. he was probably a panic attack. He probably passed out and drove off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I thought that like that's one of the things that I really like this season is those tiny character building and like world building moments where they take it back to like five generations ago yeah. and tell like a 10 second story of a connection for his panic attacks that yeah. he's figured out himself. <laughs> that's the other big difference in Tony this season versus other seasons is I feel like he's like self-diagnosing himself a lot. You know what? And this is another show that I think does a better job at Dexter and, um, and psychology, uh, not to bring up Dexter all the time, but, uh, where, where pretty much Melfi is telling, telling Tony, you know, this, this is a little quirk in your, your, your gene. This is not predetermination It is not predetermined that, that AJ, just because he has panic attacks will become this. It's just a little quirk. Whereas right. in Dexter, it's like, no, you're a murderer. You're always going to be murdered. And your kids are going to be murderers too. Fuck you. It's, yeah. it's shitty. That show's shitty. It's a bad show. I'm sorry. It's a, first, like, I, like, what, I love Michael C. Hall. I think Michael C. Hall is brilliant. I think the first two seasons were all right. We're good. Really good. I think that show is bullshit though. Yeah. Have anyway. you ever read any books? <laughs> I've not. I know it was a series though. Mm-hmm. I read the first one. It was good. Yeah. The first one is very similar to the first season, mm-hmm. which is typically how the like book adaptation to TV works, you yeah. know? Yeah. And Handmaid's Tale, very similar. Oh, I haven't watched season two of that. Very good, dude. Uh, it's yeah. not like, uh, I would not call it like one of my favorite shows or anything, but when one. it's on, I'm surely there watching it. The night I, it I really like Elizabeth Moss as well. She's great, dude. She is. Uh, there are several really, really good actors and actress, actresses mm-hmm. in that in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should check out season two. Uh, although yeah. we did just get bad news, the the Covey is delaying season four. Oh, so, no. yeah. Unfortunate. <clears throat> it's going to be delayed with the Sopranos movie. Yeah, 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 indeed. Um, let's see. So yeah, pretty much Jackie. Oh. We didn't even mention Jackie. So he goes to live in the project and goes to live with Omar from The Wire. Okay. Um, what year did The Wire start? I think it started to, it started after this. Okay. So I want to say. This I've is never pre- watched Wire the, Omar. Yeah, I've never watched The Wire. So, like, is, can we maybe infer that this is just Omar? Uh, <laughs> I pretend? think... I think, because uh, I think, um, what's the guy's name? Michael something, man. Hold on. I looked it up earlier and I don't remember. Um, the Wire started in 2002, so a year after this. Uh, Michael K. Williams. I, yeah. I, I think he's just like, I think he's just like an HBO guy. Like they uh, yeah. they, they like him. Oh, this, this is an actor we like and we'll put him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, he was in The Wire. He's in a few other, I mean, he was in Boardwalk Empire. So he's... He's like HBO mainstay kind of guy. Yeah, he like has a standing contract with them that he'll jump yeah, in and do sure. just about anything he's or, interested. Or, 
Yeah, or they just have like a relationship with them or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they need yeah. a guest spot for a tough guy, and they're like, "Hey, Mike, he's what's so up? good. He's so good at Wire, man. Yeah, he's even like the... his little tiny scenes in this in this yeah. show is really really good. You he's know, very good. Yeah, he was in um the road for a scene. He was really, really? in that. Yeah, he yeah. conveys intensity better than most actors, I would uh-huh. say. Yeah, he's just very intense individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so Jackie's out at the the projects and mm-hmm. he's getting frustrated with little girls schooling him at chess. Oh, she says the the line that sums up his whole fucking or this whole season or his whole life also she says if I can find it. Um I don't know if I can find it. She pretty much says like you shouldn't have played that hand or something or you should have played that one. Yeah. Oh no, he says you that. You should have played he that out. That. He should have played that out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that's kind of Jackie. Did not really yeah, play he... things out in his head. Or, no, know. he assumed he was a made guy and just yeah. did whatever he wanted and never thought about the consequences. And he gets all kilt up by pre-gay Vito. <laughs> <laughs> he does get all kilt up by pre-gay Vito. Yeah. Lands face first in the snow, right. which kind is of, a... Kind of funny how he does that. It's a little comedic fall but so this was foreshadowed earlier in the season when meadow is helping uh, uh AJ with his homework that yeah. robert frost poem or whatever the snow is endless and that being a reference to death yeah. and yeah oh there you go there you go there's Look some connect- connective tissue for you sure <laughs> uh i did think it was kind of hilarious that AJ is the one that informs Meadow of Jackie's death. Yeah, with, I mean, hey, he's kind of he got shot. And he's kind of dead. All shot up. It all, all shot in the face. Which is kind of how he he was the kind of the bearer of of news in the first two seasons, right? <laughs> he mm-hmm. always kind of let something slip. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He did it. He did it with uh, uh with uh, Livia. mom all the time. Yeah, yeah, Olivia. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's in therapy. My dad's in therapy. Yeah. Can I, a, can I have this orange? Can I? Can I? Can I can you gonna have that? Cookie. So that's the end of the the Jackie April story. Right. It was kind of sad in a way. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just becoming uh, kind of sentimental in my older years of 32, Travis. Where it's like, oh, he's so young, so much promise. Ends yeah. up like this, you know. The, you know, the mom angle of this with Rosalie. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Like she's just it's a mess. Now yeah. the wail that she let out at the oh, yeah. at the cemetery was a little Mom's, ridiculous. Mo- I don't know. That always gets me though, because like mom wailing is the saddest thing for chil- oh, child. Yeah. yeah, but that was the best. Is screw. Tony Collette and uh, Hereditary? That is like the I need best. to watch that. I've not watched it yet. You and your wife. I feel like half, movie night. half of this podcast is like us suggesting things for each other to watch. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> Let me add like ten things to your list of shit to watch that you need to do. <laughs> um, yeah the the funeral. She's she's either on some pills or just really out of it. She's commenting to Tony and Karn. The Super Bowl is fucking up the, the yeah. attendance and at it, the funeral. 
And it shows you how kind of little people cared about J- about Jackie Jr. How kind of once Jackie kind of Sr. was gone, yeah, and how kind of bullshit the whole mafia thing is. People really don't care, you know, unless you're a big wig. And if you're gone, who really gives a shit, you know? And everyone yep. claims this loyalty to family, but it's all bullshit. It's all it's all kind of a fraud and. Everyone kind of hides behind, like, you know, their excuses. I think uh, the Sepinol... Convenient excuses could have been the name of this series. Right. Uh, Let me find this thing quickly. Sure. So, yeah, but if Jackie himself didn't seem enough to support his season-ending story arc, Army of One... Oh, uh... Jackie getting killed didn't seem enough to support a season-ending story arc. Army of One definitely uses his murder to illustrate the callous, the callous of lies and self-deception everyone in and around the family has built up to make it through the day and what happens when someone like Tony or Meadow has to actually think about who they are and how they got here. Yep. And yeah, Meadow's, you know, she she kind of throws a barb at, at Carmella at the beginning of the episode because... She knows how Jackie probably died. Mm-hmm. He's in the mob. It's not just some black guy, how like they claim right. it. And People don't get killed over X. Right. Apparently. I guess. I don't know. Probably someone has. I, don't know. You know? Somebody, I would assume somebody at some point has been killed yeah. over some X, right? Yeah. It's only uh, natural. Then, you know, then she's talking to, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> a pre-old sister and... Yeah, I don't remember her name either. And uh, yeah, she uh, and then she kind of sticks up for the family there. That was very interesting because you've never really seen Meadow be that, you know, for the family at all. I, but, I think and she then still for her has stick... feelings for Jackie. And I Maybe don't so, she, but yeah. Even so, for her to like refer to that girl as an outsider, that's taking ownership of like not her family, yes. but the family. You know what I mean? I think she, she, She's going through a lot in this episode. Yeah. She's flip-flopping emotions. Because then we see the complete opposite where they're at the restaurant um, for Junior and Junior singing. And I guess that actor has, is an actual, like, he has records and stuff. He like is he's, a yeah. uh, A tenor, I think. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And so, but uh, and he's singing and she's throwing shit. Drinking <laughs> she's <heavily>. drunk <laughs> a lot. Britney Spears. Uh, yeah, which I, I guess at that time, that's probably like peak, oops, I did it again, yeah, right? Yeah, that's peak comedy right there. Oh, yes, that's rich. Um, you know, some things don't hold up as, as much as others, Travis. What are you talking about? And, Brittany's still killing it. She is killing it in Vegas. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's like big in Vegas now. She's um, huge in Vegas. Yeah, she's huge. She doesn't yeah. control her own uh, income or money. Uh, yeah. or savings or uh, really anything in her life but someone does yeah so that's nice not jt uh, that's no nice. no no not jt no. jt did uh, okay with jessica b i guess he did pretty well i you know i i don't necessarily um subscribe to all the jt's the, the jt mailing list but I, mm-hmm. I I like him I like him and whatever he does I think I think he's a really good actor I he's like him very oh, I don't know that he's a good actor I think he's a very talented artist okay like he can yeah. di- he can do just about any have you ever seen Bad Teacher No 
watch that movie and then get back to me on if you think that Justin Timberlake okay. is a good. See, because I'm thinking Social Network, he was good in that, and he was really good in uh, uh, Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis. Really uh, what's it called? I don't. It's um, Inside Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers movie. Uh, he's really good in that. When was it made? It was made a last few years ago. Maybe okay. the last so five years, yeah. Maybe he's improved because, like, uh, Bad Teacher was probably at the beginning of him okay. kind of starting to get into Did some film. See him a few in years after. Network? Yeah. And okay, he, okay. the thing about Social Network is I don't know that he's playing anything totally different from himself. Mm-hmm. Um, just a confident dude, you know? Yeah. Uh, but. He, maybe maybe I just have bad taste in my mouth from that teacher. It wasn't a huge part in Inside Lewin Davis, and a lot of it was like him singing. But he had a few reactions in that movie that I thought were really good. Yeah, yeah. And the other part of Social Network is he's not a focal point of the film. Right. That might like, be. Was he a focal point yeah. in Bad Teacher? Yeah, he was like okay. one of the top three names on the film. Maybe so he was he's maybe a just good supporting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a very small part in what uh, in Lewin Davis. But he was good. Okay. okay. I wouldn't say he's like the star of Bad Teacher, but okay. he's like first on the sub ballot. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, Meadow. Uh, Meadow throwing. Yeah. So throwing, she, uh, she, she flips out and she says, This is bullshit and runs away. And like the ducks, she runs away from Tony. But Tony gets his wish. She's running far away from Tony. Right. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. That's a good yeah. one. That's why he yeah. just turned around and was like, eh, yeah. kind of asked for that. What you going to do? Anyway, that was good. Uh, the whole singing was pretty good. It, you know, everyone's crying, but it kind of shows you the hypocrisy. You know, the kid just died because of all this mob shit. And, but, hey, we're going to have a little good time anyway, right? And... We, missed the fun- we missed the funniest part of the episode, though. Oh, which part? When Junior shows up to the funeral. Or to the, oh, the yeah, cemetery. Yeah, 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 and they just skedaddle. <laughs> he told me it was a dude. <laughs> he leaves <laid> Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, that was good. That was good. That was a good one. Um, Furio uh, falling down in the puddle was really that funny. Was funny. I don't even, yeah. I don't even remember when it happens in the episode, it was but the, I know it It was does. in the meeting <clears throat> with uh, Ralphie and Polly and Silvio were, you know, they're having that this money discussion. Yeah, and that's just right. Flips. Yeah, where Tony falls on Ralphie's into the thing, and that's why blah, 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 we already got there. Oh, see, also, yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting uh, talking about war. Like, why is he going to be in the military? You know, we're, well, there's no war going on. Why? Why is he? Why do we even have that? It's like ah, this was not the last episode before 9/11. That I also put. That's the last time you're going to see the twin towers in the open. Yeah, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, let's see. There was one other thing that I was gonna say last episode. Oh, so the <clears throat> now I don't. I'm fairly certain that this is how it is streaming because it was how it was then. Originally, when the broadcast aired, the FBI uh, undercover agent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah was played yeah. by played by a different actress, but she couldn't return for the next season. So uh, they, on all the rebroadcast and the DVDs, they reshot the scenes with the girl that was in season four. Oh wow! And replaced. Okay. Her. Oh wow! Interesting. Interesting. Cool. I've never heard of anything like that no, where they like retroactively. 
replace that somebody. Like a, that is a very nowadays thing that would happen. That is interesting. And I would say that they are like kind of getting into some more of this era of how production works as far as um, using a lot of CGI this season. Uh, yeah. They CG not like not big pieces, but they're CGI using CGI on a television program, mm. and then this they're 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 very ahead of their time of as far as how these things are put together. Mm -hmm. um, See, I, yeah, I always found that distracting in shows where it'd be like a different actor, actress, or they would use a placeholder and then cast the real thing the next season. You know, like Lost would do right. that, where they would have like. You know, they had Desmond looking at the picture, and it was a whole different woman. And then they cast Penny. You know, and mm -hmm. just and I guess like Game, things, of, you can't, Game of Thrones did that. Yeah, Mountain. We had to sneak that in there, get our Game of Thrones reference in for the week. Well, so the so Mountain is a different actor. Yeah. So the first season that the like the Mountain is there, you don't even see his face, but it's yeah. totally different actor. They okay. changed three times. I think. Oh wow. The guy that finished the last like four, three or four seasons was not the same dude from before. The okay. like bodybuilder man with yeah. the tiny girlfriend, I'm sure, yeah. breaks in half every time they do anything together. Oh, oh. all right. Well, good episode. Uh, next season, good season is the uh, first episode, first season after 9/11, aired in 2002. Yeah. There's a big gap between these. Also, I think a year and a half. Oh, 18 months. Yeah. 18 months, man. So I'm excited for next season. I was looking at like rankings lists and this is sort of a, the fourth one's like a mid tier season, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, fifth season is supposed to be like the best. Yeah. See, four is kind of transitioning into the back half of the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kind of set. Really don't like I mean, based on the, the last two seasons were fairly similar um, and weren't completely dissimilar from season one. Yes. Um, and, you know, we know that there's a big change coming just based right. on society at the time. Um, and I, I, I wonder how much of a, like, I don't know had. if it's going to change plot, but I definitely think it will change conversations, you know, or mm -hmm. kind of mood, you know, I think. Like, prior to this, I wouldn't put it past Tony ordering a bombing of a building. I mean, they kind of did that yeah. in season one when they went down. Yeah. You know, like, I know sure. that now we think like, that's totally different. That's not a skyscraper. But back then, like, any building on fire emitted yeah. those memories. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Very, it's, it's, like, gonna be it's like now, it's like anything that, anything about, like, a virus or something triggers memory. You know, mm -hmm. I, thoughts of something. I was just listening to uh, you several people apparently we got some decent decent rub on the scrubs episode because like 10 yeah. people tweeted me yesterday that uh the episode of john c mcginley of uh donald Faison and zach braff's podcast and yeah. i listened to part of it they were talking about uh 9 11 because they were shooting during 9 11 okay and, uh john c mcginley was like on the way to the studio when the first plane hit and then by the time he got to the studio, the second plane had hit. Phazon mm -hmm. was asleep, and somebody called him, and uh, like they were shooting that day. They were going in to shoot. Yeah. And he calls Phazon and wakes him up, and is like he's like yelling at him for waking him up. And we're like, well, the twin towers just collapsed. Yeah. So just want to, you know. But McGinley, his brother was working on the sixty-second floor. Oh shit. 
can't win. Like he, he, they made it down because everybody in his office was apparently working there when that yeah. bomb had gone like 93 or four or whatever. Okay. Uh, or a few years before. So they like knew, so they felt the shake and they knew something was wrong. So they all exited He got like a concussion and the plane, the second plane hit his building before he got out, but he got out and then just kind of, he was missing for 12 hours because he had a concussion. It was just wandering around Harlem. Oh man. There are a bunch of shows that I, you know, like I found a couple of lists of shows that yeah, on and had a different feeling post 9/11. Okay, we could do that totally. I'll look at the list and I'll put together okay. some stuff. Do you know this maybe the last thing but um, this is a, a very popular story on the film's cast, but the Master of Disguise story? No, like the, like the, the film the Master of Disguise? Yeah. So um, 9-11 happened when they were shooting the Turtle Club scene. So they, uh, they're in the middle of shooting. Dana Carvey is in a full turtle suit. They learned that the planes, you know, crashed into the World Trade Center. They had a moment of silence, and then they continued shooting the movie. Oh. <laughs> and so Dana Carvey's in a little turtle suit giving a moment of silence. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a very... So that's why that sucked. Yeah. No, it's we, we did review it on 9-11, I think, last year. <laughs> <laughs> we did. That was our 9-11 movie to review. <laughs> Master of Disguise. Not World Trade Center, not Flight no. 9 or whatever it was. It was Master uh, of Disguise. Turtle, turtle. Big George Bush. Just yeah, a lot that. of Dana Carvey. A lot of Dana Carvey. Don't know that he needed his own uh, his own film by himself. You know that he was upset about Austin Powers or something? Like he wanted to play him or something about Austin Powers with Dana Carvey. Really? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a Mike Myers uh, creation, right? I, I thought it was. I don't know. Maybe. Or did he, did he swoop in and take that like he swooped in and took Shrek after Chris Farley died? Oh, R.I.P. Chris Farley. Oh. Yeah. Did we talk about All that right. last week? Chris Farley? Yeah. Or Shrek? Shrek? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that was the film's cast. I don't remember, but I have had that conversation in the last week. Hey, what's, what's today? <laughs> Today is Thursday. All right, and that's 